We made it. We made it. Hey. We made it. Welcome back to Small State Big Takes. We made it to episode 100, the century mark, one zero zero. It's fucking unreal. Can't believe it. Opening take, Steve Scott, what do you got? Yo, 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 we did it. We're live on Facebook right now. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. You know, it's been a long, it's been a long ride. It's been a good ride, ups and downs. We've seen championships. We've seen, you know, good music come out, good movies. Uh, I don't know. We've seen a lot of good shit happen. We've seen a lot of bad shit happen. Uh, coronavirus, whatever the fuck. And uh, big take tonight uh, is a big shout out to everybody that's listened to us. I never thought anyone would even care to listen to us. And yet here we are. We got, you know, 60 people following us on Facebook, which is not much, but whatever. But we got 400 on Twitter, and that's a lot. You know what? Shout out to all our followers. Hell yeah. That's my big take tonight. Interesting. Hell yeah. Take. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> High energy, episode 100. Let's go. Who's next? All right, Josh, give me a big take, bro. Let's go. <laughs> big time focus. We got guests tonight. We got a lot of guests. We got people we waiting. We do. We got a ton of I'm guests tonight. Uh, my big take is kind of going to bounce off of what I had a couple of weeks ago. I think this episode is going to push us over 500 Twitter followers next two yeah. weeks. Two weeks. I'll give us two weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> weeks. That's a lot of fucking I'm putting, pressure. I'm going to put the pressure on. <laughs> I, I think I mean, this is going to reach We some went people. from 300 to 400 real quick, to be honest. Really quick. And not that quick. I, no, I, not I'm that quick, quick. though. <laughs> I am in the DMs of a big-time... Uh, I'll just leave, I'll just say some something big time. Ooh, Sick. so I'll just leave any, that any out hints? there. I, I think we've been hinting it for a long time. Oh, okay. huh. yeah, man! Wow. So we'll, we're gonna leave it out there, man. And Coulter already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Big time. <sighs> that is good. All right, Gilly, All right, what you got? Back. Um, I, I I tweeted this a little earlier. I'm I'm a little I'm feeling it right now, but at the same time, I'm so high on the Celtics. I am talking myself into Marcus Smart as a NBA Hall of Famer. I call me crazy, but if they win a couple championships, which I think they might, and he yep. gets a couple more uh, All NBA defensive teams, he could be an all timer. It is also really easy to get into the NBA Hall of Fame or the Basketball Hall of Fame, but that's my. That's my big take that I'm riding tonight. I like that take. I like that take a lot. I love Marcus Smart. He's just so I just I don't know. I, I say it too much, but I just love him. I really do. But yeah. Who's the worst NBA Hall of Famer? Probably some dude that played in the forties that averaged three points a game. It's that's a good question though. Um, I feel like David West is the classic example. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer yet, but I think he's like destined to be. Um, I think he's going to be the worst once he gets in because it'll be just like weird. Um, Bill Wall, ah, Bill Wall's pretty good though. Yeah. Yeah, Bill Wall. Actually, Sabonis, Sabonis's uh, dad, are, uh, and granted, he was like great in Europe, 
but um, Arvidas Sabonis, he, he's an NBA Hall of Famer. I think he's one of like the more overrated ones. I don't think he's any All-Star games or championships or anything big. But, but yeah. Wow. Oliver, come on. Come on, Oliver. Hit us okay. with something. This was... Blow uh... our minds. I think I think this is a three to one vote on this one, so it's not incredibly big. But the Texas Roadhouse rolls are far and away the best oh, rolls yeah. in any restaurant. Oh. I don't understand how that's not the consensus. I no, really don't. It's not. It's just. Well, it's how? Just not. What is Olive Garden? Yes, Olive Garden breadsticks are oh. better. You can't even it's volume quality over quantity, my friend. Mm-hmm. Of volume, excuse me, it's you like unlimited. However many you want, <laughs> I get both places both. that way. At both places, yeah. you can get. You just... But I feel like they taste better at Texas Roadhouse. I mean, the opinion. Roadhouse rolls are just—they're fluffy. They're fucking fantastic. The cinnamon butter is top notch. They're warm. You don't need an entree. That's that speaks. I get for full itself. by the time my entree comes. Every time I go there, oh yeah, it's insane. No, that's a that's a serious self control place for me. That's true. Yeah, I feel like whenever I walk out of Texas Roadhouse, I'm 100 pounds heavier than I was when I walked in. I feel like you don't have to eat for days. It's crazy. And they have good chicken stuff, too. Fun fact. I, I mean, it also, you know, steak, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, my go-to there is like you can get you get like a small steak and the, their shrimp is really good. Some good old grilled, oh, grilled shrimp our action. Yeah. Has as uh, asked for admittance. Here we go. You ready? Are we bring them in. Wait, wait, let's, let's let's introduce like what we're gonna do though. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So All right, ready and waiting. Pumped, Steve. <laughs> so so essentially, we're gonna have like a bunch of people on that have. I think Steve's on an upper. Ollie's on a downer. I, th- I, think, yeah. I, I think basically everybody that we're having on tonight has been on here before, so you've heard them before. But we'll obviously, we'll have them reintroduce themselves and everything. And what's the plan? Is it just to get a take out of them, or or what? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Get, okay. get a take and let's let's push them out unceremoniously. Every single one. Yeah, <laughs> just, just absolutely. Like, right, cut cut them off mid sentence. <laughs> Thanks for calling just, in. Yeah, right. All right, ready. Our first guest, without further ado, is our first big fan. It's David Champlin. Here he is. Oh, oh. welcome, <laughs> Dave Champlin in the house. What's what up, up, Dave? Dave? Yeah. Hey, what's up? Oh, no! <laughs> big fan! Hell yeah, love to see you. How you doing, Dave? Yeah, how's it Hold going? On, I can't hear you guys. Ah, uh, oh no! <laughs> Technical difficulties from the right, rocket Dave. scientists on the rip. I can't hear you guys. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I think, it, I think it's nuclear Uh-oh. engineering, actually. It could be. Working on nukes right now. Manhattan Project right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the big take. Give us your deepest, darkest. Go to settings. <laughs> You can't hear me, but go to settings and change your your speaker output to whatever your headphones are, and you'll be able to hear us. So uh, he can't hear us. Yeah, that's okay. But he recently just didn't get engaged over the weekend. I don't know if you guys saw that. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes, Yes, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Off the rip. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. You know what? There's a there's a high chance of engagement in terms of like relation, like marital engagement, um, of people that like listen to our podcast pretty uh, religiously. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is. Two weeks in a row. 
of serious fans. Who's next? No. That's crazy. Jim, I can't hear you. Uh oh. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes. we yeah. can. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. What's up, what guys? Up? How many what nuclear up? engineers does it take to figure out audio? Clearly more than one. <laughs> <I'm a brave. laughs> Dave, how's life? How you been? Life's good. Busy yeah. as crap, but you can swear. I can. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck All right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been busy. School hit me hard last semester, transitioning to online fully. Uh, but I got through it, and we're done. So. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. What's your, oh, yeah. what's your biggest big take that you've been waiting to give out to the takers? Drop it on us right now. Oh God. Uh, well, yeah, it can be anything. So I have one sports related that's kind of recent and then one non-sports related that's just like way down the future. Fucking so we'll give the sports related one. Islanders are going to win everything. Oh, I like that. That's, that's my, a fun one too. I want that to happen. That's my guess. Uh, and then the down the road, I'm going fusion reactors in 20 years. <laughs> Great, okay. Awesome. Okay. Hell yeah. Like actually producing power, 20 years. Fusion reactors. Yeah, I'm this... not going to pretend wow. to know what that means. I was going to say, that's that's a little over our heads, but I appreciate that. I'm going to... Any any particular stocks that you would suggest to uh hey, take advantage? Well, chill with that. I can get in trouble for that actually. No. So I'll take it offline. <laughs> That'll be the peak of my presidential run in twenty thirty five. There we go. <laughs> wow. I did you the Red Sox this year. Hating them, you watching them, what's going on? Uh I it it's been rough. Yeah. I, I stopped watching. It's I'm with me. you. I think that's going to be the consensus take. Yeah, for I, I sure. Dave, who's got Maybe. the better hair, me or Steve? Currently, right now. Currently, I was I was digging Oliver's mm-hmm. one to zero. You know, not, <laughs> it's not even hurtful. No, I know. I, I, Oliver's been working on it for quite a while. I'm I'm trying to get there. I'm not even close yet, but I don't know if enough. I'm ever going to get a haircut again. Episode two hundred. You back, Dave, and you can. Uh, <laughs> All right, I had, a, I had a, a couple weeks ago. It's worth it. It honestly was worth it. I felt better after the haircut. How much did you get cut off, Gilly? Uh, a bit. I'm like kind of like normal haircut level. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it looks good. It looks yeah. like clean. The only yeah. thing I feel bad about is like my barber probably thinks I bailed on him. <laughs> might have to just, yeah, go just pay ghosted visit. him. Yeah, I might have to just like go pay a visit, say what up, homie. I'm still here. I don't. Oh yeah, I got prices hiked up where I go. Realistically, so I might be—I don't know—I might be a free agent when it comes to haircuts. <laughs> this, girl, this girl's been cutting my hair since sixth grade, but you know what? That extra five bucks oh really—that kind of kind of irks me a little bit. It's like, come on, I've been here since day one. <laughs> okay, any last words? Yeah, I got dude. nothing. Ask for the friends and family discount, Gilly. Gosh, I I get a actually I get a work discount. So it was it was like it was still five bucks more, but I still got like three dollars off, which it is what it is. I can't <laughs> complain too much. It's it's a men's haircut. It's not that much that expensive, but I'm a cheap fuck. What can you say? Hey, I got you <laughs> on that. <laughs> nice. Thank you for joining us. We're gonna have to kick you out now because we're gonna have hundred guests here. Yeah. All right. Say what up to your family. I will. See you guys later. All right, later, later man. Peace out, Thank you. Out. Oh, no.
right. I'm a streamer. I'm I'm pleb streaming right now. Oh my. All right, Dave is left. All right. All right. Who's next on the docket? Thank you, Dave, for joining us. Thank you, I don't Dave. know if he has a Twitter or not, so I can't really plug it. But uh, good dude, longtime friend. Hell yeah. Yeah, Dave. Dave Champlin was our first like biggest fan. True. Day True. one. He, him, he, him he was and, even uh, doing minutes for a while there. He's he was, smart, dude, yeah, too. he was like keeping track of like like um the fuck he was keeping track of something i can't remember what it was obviously he's oh. been he's been really busy lately the past two semesters with school i think he kept uh takes i feel like he kept track of some takes he did he, it like, might be in my he hit us with a couple Instagram. facts all yeah, right he... who's next who's coming on next shout out oh. dave love you bro i have a few uh tech sent out right now um, I, here... I just sent one to al all right good Perfect. Oh, he said he's coming. So, right. Al. We have a guy to go. So, here we go. Without further ado, our second guest tonight, Jake Morocco. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what up, Jake? What's up, boys? Who the fuck's that? <laughs> I'm just yeah, playing. It's our good friend, Jake Morocco, from Crossing State Lines. Very familiar face around these parts. Indeed. What? Indeed. Congratulations on 100 episodes, fellas. 100 great episodes. Well, oh. 90, 99, I guess this one's still being written, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, true. Yes. We're, I mean, if we want to get down to the nitty gritty, I think we're at 102. Yeah, because so we have I don't, two, I don't... like uh, off release, off cycle release episodes we threw out there for the homies. I was waiting for a super fan to hit us with one of those replies Maybe, today uh... to be like, <laughs> really? It's, it's actually 102. I'm like, fuck off. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's be fair. If Jake Ruthier wasn't hitting you with that reply, nobody was. No, you <laughs> Like, I don't know. Look, Jake Ruthier is a diehard, right? But I don't. Dave know. Champlin's keeping track. I don't know if he... Jake Ruthier was around in the Eric Cross special fantasy baseball days. That might have been the beginning of his uh, his fandom there, True. but I guess we'll find out. I'm sure he'll let us know. I think I, I'd like to expand on my my big take from earlier on Later. Twitter. Fucking let's go. Let's hear it. Not not only will the Celtics retire Marcus Smart's number, but every player on the current roster will get their number retired by the Boston Celtics. Even so even Tremont Enid Waters. Cantor. <laughs> yes. The only numbers wow. left for the Celtics will be double zero, ninety nine, like seventy five by the time we're we're done with this team. Who's no, before we're done. Ninety nine is Taco, so that's going to be retired. Ever, yeah. Steve? Oh, uh, right now. On the Celtics. Favorite oh Tatum. Yeah, definitely Tatum. I would say Tatum and Smart and then Brown probably. I do love I mean I love like all of them, but I would say Tatum is the one that consistently makes my jaw drop like the most. Smart mm-hmm. Smart is like when he catches fire, he's unbelievable to watch. And the defensive plays like tonight, I don't know if you guys caught any of the game tonight, but he oh, made yeah. a he made a play on defense where he literally just took the ball out of friend Van Vliet's hand, going backwards, falling to the rim, and just like took it away from him. And it's just incredible the plays he makes. But I would say Tatum is probably my favorite of the guys on this team right now. All right, Jake, drop your biggest take right now. Because we're, we're milling in and out. We got people waiting, and I want to hear your biggest fucking take that you want to drop on us. Dear God. For episode 100. <laughs> Think about the gravity of of this episode and just let us know. The gravity of this episode. And I got, I mean, you know, you go on, you go on this show and you got to drop your biggest take ever. Sure. Or at least try to like you know think of your biggest take ever. I thought I just dropped a pretty big one saying that thirteen guys at the same time would have the number retired. I, I don't mean, that see that happening. 
I mean, neither do I, but you go big or you go home. That's what I'm That's saying. That's not a take if you don't believe it. <laughs> oh, I believe I, 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 I believe it to a degree. Okay, maybe not Tremont Waters. Maybe everybody but him. Okay. Um, I will say, here we go. Here's, 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 I got one for you. I got sure. one for you. Cam Newton will win multiple MVPs with the Patriots. That's a big There's take my big right take there. for you. How many? Big take. I, I'll, I'll go with two. I'll go with two. He'll win two MVPs with the Patriots. One just for What was it? When, when's the first one? First one, I mean, this year, obviously. It's going to be him and Kyler right at the top. Third place, probably like me. I don't know, Patrick Mahomes, somebody like that. You know, some of these young guys, they'll probably oh, get Oh, that one. guy. That guy, Mahomes, oh, I guess yeah. how you pronounce it. Um, uh, so he'll win his first one this year. Next year, bit of a down year. Bit of a down year. Then the year after that. So you think he resigns after an MVP year? I think they realize they got something in this guy. And they kick Brian Hoyer to the curb. And Jared said him too. And somehow, I don't know how, don't ask me how, <laughs> somehow they end up with Trevor Lawrence too. I don't know how, but they will. Because it's the Patriots. <laughs> okay. It's the Patriots. They'll end up with Trevor Lawrence too. He's on, he's on a fucking loose. I, how many drinks yeah. have you had tonight, Jake? God Jesus Christ. Zero. I like zero. It, you have a breathalyzer available? My God. Zero, zero baby. Hey, love it though. <clears throat> because something's, something's going to happen where like Trevor Lawrence like tweaks his ankle and they're like, oh my God, is it going to be the same? Like whatever, whatever. Maybe something Tua-like happens to him and he falls and the Patriots just somehow get him. That's what I'm telling you. Right like that's, that's, a, that's a good take. Watch out for it. It's going to happen. I'm telling you. Any good music takes? Any, anything like that? Of, of the, of Ooh, any good music takes? Um, <laughs> the Killer's new album is probably a top five album of the year for me. It this, was fantastic. I have not listened yet. Very good. Um, yeah, that's all I got for music picks. I just want a game of Fall Guys. I'm sorry. All right, Jake. There we go. I'm going right. to because we have a big guy coming right now. Here we go. Here we go. Thanks, Jake. Thank you, Jake. Later, Jake. Peace out. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know who invited this guy, but it's happening. Oh, my God. I'm about to freak I out. I hope it was me. Here we go. Oh, let's go. <laughs> what the fuck? What's going on? Wow. Yo, what is up? hundred episodes? Hell yeah! Yeah, can you believe yeah, that, shit? brother? Congrats on hundred episodes! Thank you, thank yeah. you for coming on. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know I was coming on, and then uh, I'm here, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Um, what are we talking about right now? What's um, uh, whatever? We're kind of doing biggest, uh, huge takes. That's that's kind of the general theme so far. What do you guys usually talk about? Oh, Red Dude. Sox, Patriots, video games, just talk shit. Dude, anything that comes to your freaking mind right now. Even if it's like, dude, I saw this freaking broad in the mall this morning, I mean, you know, with a mask on. You know, he's taken. He's married to the game, dude. I know. <laughs> Come on, read the room. That's pretty good. I don't know if you saw that, but Maria Menounos tweeted me, and uh, I've kind of been on cloud nine ever since that. So, it's, uh, I'm also I'm, I'm shopping for some for some wall art for my apartment right now. I'm just doing some measurements. I got my tape measure here, so I'm going. I'm just measuring different parts of the apartment to see what will look good where. And I actually just found this canvas. It's like fucking. Can I swear on this? Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like a five foot by three foot canvas of just like this rocket launching, and I was like, I need that. So that's that's going. That's on. Dope. That's pretty sick. Yeah, so like, you know, anytime maybe 
you know, bring a lady friend to the apartment. He walks in. It's like, all right, cool. Like I know I'm at the launch pad. Like, you, you kind of- <laughs> and do you give her a countdown? You just uh, th- thirty seconds to lift off. I mean, it's- <laughs> you, there's no countdown. There's no countdown. You walk in. Deal. No, Jared. With the countdown, with the TVs and shit. Do you have one MLB TV account like that's like putting all those different games on at once like how's that working um so the one uh the one upstairs is uh five cable boxes and one smart tv that i use like mlb tv for yep and then like did you see the one that i did today i I just put one in my bathroom today yeah (laughs) that's sick so (laughs) i i'm in the i'm in the like office slash studio now so like this one's mlb tv that's not cable the bedroom cable, the bathroom is MLB TV, the living room's cable, and then upstairs is five cable boxes and one MLB TV. That is a hell of oh, that's a setup. Yeah, pretty dope. I'm very excited about it. Married to the game. I mean, that's, you know, if you're married to the game, you need to be about that life. And it's like, all right, well, you know, if, I, if there's a situation where I need to decide, like, What's more important, a shower or watching Dodgers Padres? It's like, well, what about both? Like, why not both? That's damn right. Yeah. So that's that's where we're at, and uh, you know, it's it's you know, we make sacrifices, and you know, you work hard so that you can work harder. You know, we're out here, we're fucking, we got this dude out here installing TVs all goddamn day, and that costs money. So that's it's true. like, I, you work hard to be able to pay this man to, to set everything up so that you can work even harder. Like we're, we're working in the damn shower boys. We're working. <laughs> Hell well, yeah. Jared, I have another question for you. Do you remember this moment? Oh, <laughs> um, before it was the ALCS. Uh, it was game two. Remember game two. David yeah. Price right. pitched against the Yankees and lit up 500. Sanchez went home runs. yard. Yeah, that, that was like the only game they lost. Yeah. 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 Joe Kelly came in. Yep. Joe Kelly saved the bullpen. But so, funny story behind that photo there, Jared. We, um, Steve and I, we, we, we saw you and Hubs, and we were actually with Marlins Man. You guys, I think, were in the same vicinity oh, yeah. talking to Marlins Man. We got yeah. a selfie with Marlins Man, and then we're like, dude, we need to pick with Carabas. And we were in the process of, like, low-key not getting let into the game for a yeah. second. And I remember, like, security being like, no, your tickets are, like, no good to Steve and I. And you and Hubs being like, oh, shit. Like, why? Like, hearing that and being like, oh, fuck, these kids are fucked. Because we were just – we were in a, a different state and we were um, – it was your was it your cousin, Steve, that was kind of like – what was the source of that? I kind of forget, but – Oh, you were guys. You guys were right there. That's why I was like, "Oh no, Carabas and Hubs are right there." This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario, we probably could have just got you in anyway. But like, they they're super strict during the playoffs. Like, you know, we kind of have like the run of the place during the season. But then, like during the playoffs, I remember like you had a better chance of walking into the White House than you did at walking on the field. <laughs> right, right, dude. There was like 14 different checkpoints that we had to go through. So like I had press passes for, I think it was uh, game one of the division series. And like I had my press pass and it was this whole to do. And there was a million people there. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm good. Like just take my name off the list for like the rest of the playoffs. Like I'm just not interested in jumping through those hoops again. So I yeah. just ended up like getting tickets and like going to the games or whatever. But 
I remember, yeah, they were like busting our balls about that too. They were like, well, are you here as media or are you here as fans? And I was like, well, both. And they were like, well, like, which one is it? You know, if you have a press pass, then like you can't be in the stands like making videos. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, if I have a press pass, I go on the field before the game, like we do our media thing and then like it's over. Like if I don't go in the press box and I have a ticket to the game, which I did, then I'm sitting in my seat and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like you can't tell a fan not to make videos yeah. of himself during the game. And they're like, well, you got in here on a press pass. And I was like, but I have a ticket to the game. Like it doesn't, <laughs> like, they're trying to like bust my balls that year, like in the playoffs. And it was, yeah, it just, so I was like, you know what? Just don't give me a press pass moving forward. And it's literally not going to make a difference. Like for the playoff, like it's not like, it's not like JD Martinez was going to sit down for a half an hour interview before the biggest game of the life. So <laughs> like, we don't need the press passes now that the playoffs have started. Like I'm not going to bother the player, like the players Like you guys can do that if you want, like the fucking people in the press box can do that. But you know, we're just going to let them do their thing. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had an actual problem with any fans out outside of Fenway or any place? Like, any, like, actual physical altercations or, like, threatening of it? You know what? Uh, I've never had an issue with anyone at Fenway ever except for the night that I met you guys. Uh, oh. That night, <laughs> yeah, I was in game two of the division series, and I was at Fenway, and there was this dude that was, like, 10 billion times overserved, like slurring his words. And he kept like repeating himself like over and over and over again. Like he kept trying to be like, dude, dude, so what about like, what are you thinking? Bro? And like, you want to, like, have the guy, but he can't even like form a sentence. And then he just kept talking. Like me and hubs were trying to do like videos and everything. And like, he was getting aggravated that we weren't answering him when like, Hubs and I were clearly trying to like make videos to put out and he kept saying the same things over and over and over again. So like eventually someone called security on him because he, he was like spilling beer on the people that were sitting in front of him. Uh, He was like swearing at the top of his lungs and there was like a little kid behind us. So someone called security and then when security uh, came to come get him, he thought that we did it. And we were like, dude, you've been staring at us the whole time. Like we were like, when the fuck did we call for security? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that didn't go great, but that's really it. I mean, like obviously and like, you would think that I would run into issues at Yankee stadium, but like when Yankee fans actually meet me in person, most of them have like either asked for a picture or offered to buy me a beer. Like, I've only had one Yankee fan like legitimately chirp at me and I just like buried him in front of his friends. Like we were <laughs> they probably loved it too. <laughs> it, was, it was the Yankees A's wildcard game at Yankee Stadium. It was right after I made the, the the We Want Boston video when I was like yelling at the dude in front of me because like he was chanting We Want Boston in my face and I was like I don't think you really want Boston. Like I don't think that by the end of the series you're gonna be saying that you wanted Boston. So, like, that dude was in front of me, and then behind me, like, I don't know, four or five rows up, there was this dude screaming at me, being like, you fucking midget, like, you fucking midget. And, like, I looked at him, and I just, like, stared at him with, like, my arms crossed for, like, a couple seconds, and I was like, wait a second. I was like, come down here. And he was like, why? And I was like, I think you're shorter than me. Come down here. And, like, his friends were like, oh, you got to do it. You got to do it. So he's like, no, no, I'm not doing it. It's like, all right, then I'll come up there. And I fucking climbed over the seats 
And I stood fucking right in his face and I put my chin on the top of his head and I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, you're a fucking midget, dude. Like, you're like five five. Like, what are you doing? Tell me. I mean, the only people that get upset about other people's height are short people. Like, there's no such thing as a six four dude just pissed at a dude that's five ten. Like, you're six four, you're happy that you won the genetic lottery and you're just like villain because you're six four. If you're five seven, then you're looking at a dude that's five ten being like that fucking short motherfucker. It's like, no dude, you're the short dude. And like that I just did that on Twitter the other day with that that dude that like He's, I saw that with the photo yeah. that you like aligned it with Dallas Braden, right? right? Where you're like, dude, like you had a photo with someone else who was six one and you look shorter. <laughs> yeah. <It's> unreal. <laughs> like he said, finally someone put that short bitch in his place. And he his profile picture was him and OJ Simpson. And like OJ Simpson's whole head was above his head. And I was like, wait a second, OJ Simpson's six one. Dallas is six one. I have a picture with Dallas. I was like, dude, you're shorter than me. What are you doing? Call me short. <laughs> <laughs> You and still he, carry- he, he was sitting down. I was like, no, you're not. I was like, not only are you standing up, but it looks like OJ had to bend down to get in the fucking frame. Yeah. It's OJ. That's <laughs> wild. You still yeah. carry around that uh, snapshot of Lou, Marone, uh, Lou Marloni's uh, baseball reference page? Yes, yes. <laughs> what is he? His baseball reference, I think, is like 5'11", maybe. Yeah. And, and, like, I had, like, a picture of Lou Marloni's baseball reference page. And then there was a picture of me and him doing TV together in front of a brick wall. So there's literally a fucking line that goes from the top of his head to the top of my head. I was like, why do people think that I'm like five six five seven? I was like, this dude's five seven. Here's me right next to him, and we're the same. <laughs> Here's me next to Dal Brayton. He's six one. He's like a couple inches taller than me. I, I've never before in my life had I ever been called short until I moved to New York because like. Big Cat, K. Marco, Feidelberg, Kevin. Like, we have a very tall office. And so, like, by comparison, yeah. And, like, I hang around with, like, Pat Light, Steve, Coley. Like, Coley's fucking 6'8". Steve's probably, like, I don't know, 6'2", 6'3". Like, Steve's pretty tall, too. So, by comparison, yeah, I, I don't look tall next to them, but they're abnormally tall. I'm just a very average height person. Even Feidelberg? He's pretty tall? Feidelberg, because he's girthy like a fridge. So he's, <laughs> he's like built like a fucking box, but uh, yeah, he's probably like six six one maybe. Oh shit! Okay, way, I wouldn't Pat, have guessed that. That's interesting. Pat Light, former guest of the show. Yeah, yes, Pat Light, six, I think. No, no So uh, we're we're having people just sling out big takes tonight. So do you have like uh, we can say Red Sox related for you? Obviously, you got a Red Sox big take? Maybe now, future, whatever. Mm, do I have a big take? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, <sighs> shit. Um, I think uh, – I'm trying to think of, like, what would be, like, a big take and not just, like, a, eh, yeah, I could see that. That's not a big take. That's like, what we're here for, those big takes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a big take unless people are like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? True. 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 That's a, the name I am of the podcast. king of that. The name of the game, baby. <laughs> that is it. Damn. I mean, like, I think of. I was thinking about like, maybe something to do with like the off season, but like I don't think True. they're going to do anything. Is Lester? Is Lester coming back? Are you, are you buying into yeah. that, that little hype? Mm, probably mm. not. Like, like, 
maybe John Henry intervenes there because Henry's the one that loves Lester. But like Heim is like, what the fuck do I care about your relationship with John Lester? Like, if you want me to build a team that's good, then like, let me do what I want to do. Oh shit. Right. Down the line. Let's go. I mean, I'm not that I'm rooting against the Yankees. I'm rooting for the <laughs> Unbiased baseball journalist. Yeah. I mean, like I, I think that the Blue Jays are a very young, exciting team. And, uh, you know, they just happen to be playing the Yankees, and they're making a huge comeback when they're they're losing for that uh, pretty big earlier in the game. That's um, one thing that's so funny to see on Twitter: dudes that just like get really upset, and they're like, "I have a feeling you're doing this on purpose." It's just <laughs> like it's so. I saw that recently. I think yesterday or today. I don't even remember, but it was like so comical. Where it's like this yeah, dude right. does you'll not understand. Them. You'll get these like fifty-one-year-old dudes being like, honestly. You need to take unbiased out of your uh, bio because I have the feeling that like you're you're actually not unbiased. You're like, well, no, I, I definitely am. Unbiased. Can you make your case? It's like, oh, well, you're rooting against the Yankees. I'm not rooting against the Yankees. I'm rooting for exciting baseball, and a lot of teams that just happen to be playing very well against them. But like, I find that exciting. So like, I root for good, exciting baseball, and it's not my fault that you, as a Yankee fan, are having a bad time watching that happen with other teams. <laughs> True. True. And you do post other things, to be fair. You had a good reference the other day. You're like, I literally just post this random ass home run from a, a bizarre game that yeah. has no AL East implications. Yeah, I mean Mike Ford, that that, that fatty, he said that I'm only relevant <laughs> if I'm posting about the Yankees. And that's not true. I went down the list and I looked at the Twitter analytics page and it tells you like what your most popular tweets are for every month. And I was like, the only time I had a, my most popular tweet happened during a month was when I made fun of Aroldis Chapman for being an asshole. Like, that's not even really about the Yankees. It's just about the human being. I think, like, it was in March or something, like, Chapman bought, like, this this armored Lamborghini, and he was, like, standing out in front of it. I was like, you're a fucking asshole. Like, what do you need that car? <laughs> like, he looked huge in that photo, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what we have to ask Jared. Go ahead. Yeah. Dustin Pedroia. Yep. So there's a big beef about Dustin Pedroia on this podcast. And so, yeah, this is kind of how it started. Yeah. Um, And Terry Cushman, by the way. Fuck Terry Cushman. Um, I I tweeted him, like, I have no problem saying this because I had tweeted it at him. So, like, I'm not saying it behind his back. I called him the Alex Jones of Red Sox Twitter. Remember that? Yeah. He probably framed that tweet. Really? It really is. And, like, I've considered, like, like muting or unfollowing him, but it's, like, I just – I'm so fascinated by how his brain works sometimes. Yeah. Like, and, and he'll just – he'll pull out, like, 50 takes and go, like, one for 50 and then never shut up about the one that he got right. That's and he true. wants everyone to praise him as, like, a genius and, like, the Red Sox should hire him as an executive. And it's, like, dude – you're wrong about literally everything, and you just happen to guess one correctly uh, by chance. But like, I would say something minor too. It like doesn't matter, and he's like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "I knew." <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, I follow him for the entertainment at right. this point. Um, but yeah, what, what what's his Dustin Pedroia take? So yeah, no Dustin Pedroia. We had a fight because you know, obviously, P is coming to the end of his career here. And me and Steve said, well, Red Sox need other positions. Could he play first? Could he play third? Could he play 
And could he play anything else? Um, just, can just help us out. Logic for us, because why would you put Dustin Pedroia at first base, the shortest man on the team? I'm just saying, he's got he's got hands. I don't know. That, and this was like the start of our big take type, you know, yeah. crap, man. Like Oliver yeah. and I respect shit like Pedroia, that. and we love Pedroia for what he's done for the team, and we just we ride and die by Pedroia, Retire regardless of health. Retire the number. Just let him be second base as long as he wants. Yeah, so I I mean, I don't think that we're going to see him like ever again. Like yeah. I think I think you're probably gonna get one of those David Wright moments where like he mm. takes the field for one game and you have like Dustin Pedroia night and then like that's it. Um I mean the last time that I talked to him uh, it was a, probably around this time last year, and it was in Colorado. And um, we were like, uh, I was in like the Red Sox dugout before the game, and someone said that Dustin was there, and I was like, oh shit! Like, let me let me see if he wants to like chit chat a little bit, see you know where his spirits are at. And I I forgot like something had else had happened like surgery wise maybe around that time. And he came out and like crutches and like, we probably talked for like a half an hour and it's like, I've never felt worse for someone ever that didn't like, wasn't going through like something like a death in the family or like a major illness, like just something like, like life hits you hard type deal because that fucking dude, like all he has is one gear and it's go and he just wants to play baseball and like, you know, he's just sitting there and it's like, dude, I couldn't even get out there. If like, if you gave me every painkiller in the world, I couldn't take the field. And like, I mean, I grew up, I mean, I was in 06 when, when he came up, I was a junior in high school. Like 06 was the year that I first started writing. So like I came in when he came in, like that's my fucking guy. So like, it fucking it kills me to see him like still under contract with a major league baseball team and not be able to physically play. It's like, you know, like if it's not like his decision, like there's plenty of other players like Chris Davis, like he's under contract with the Orioles and he just sucks. Like he's yeah. going to drag his corpse out there on the field and you know, he's got to play baseball games and because his body is able to, he just obviously doesn't have, you know, like whatever it is in the tank again, but for a guy like Pedroia, it's like, if he were healthy, could he still be contributing? Like, of course. And then, like, the people that get on that guy for being injured all the time, it's like, dude, do you not realize that, like, it's not like Madison Bumgarner and he fucking got hurt, like, on a dirt bike. Like, his body is banged up because he gave you, the fans, everything he had every single day for a decade and won champ multiple championships here. So... I mean, like, I just, like, the fucking, I, I don't know, like, what Terry's stance is. Like, if he's, like, a release Pedroia or get rid of Pedroia guy. But, like, Basically, yeah. to shoot him to yeah, the moon. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I, I just, I won't, I won't, like, I won't have it. And it sucks <laughs> because, like, he, like, if he were physically able to, you know that he would still be out there giving it 110%. Like, even though he's made his money, he's won his championships, he's won his MVP rookie of the year, silver slugger, gold glove whole deal like he's done all that and he would still be out there busting it well there are other guys won't name any names like Pablo Sandoval someone that like made a bunch of money and just gave up like that's not Pedroia 
So, right. um, <clears throat> like, do I think that like he'll he'll play regularly again? Like, probably not. Like, do I think he's aware of that? Probably, but like, as long as there's a chance, he's gonna try. So, like, oh, yeah. I don't know why. Like, there are certain people that like can't appreciate that because. Like, that's what you should want. Like, you shouldn't want Pedroia to be like, yeah, I mean, like, I could come back, but I could just sit here and collect a paycheck. Like, he's trying to come back because, like, he wants to fucking, like, live up to the money that the Red Sox are paying him that, like, he's – like, it probably killed him inside to to be getting a paycheck and not being able to, like, do anything about it or not being able to help the team. So, yeah, I'm always going to be a Pedroia guy. Like, I don't give a fuck about, like, what happened and – like with like the Manny Machado thing, because when he said like, it's not me, it's them. He wasn't talking about like Barnes. He was talking about the fucking coaching staff and they all got fired anyway. Like the people that are like against Pedroia and that argument don't even know whose side they're taking. They're taking the side of a bunch of fucking coaches that got fired immediately. So like, like Barnes knows that like, like anyone else that was involved in that and, and like was like a player, like all you gotta do is ask those people, and they'll tell you straight up, like yeah, no, like he wasn't talking about us, like he was talking about like the coaches because the coaches were the ones that were like, hey, fucking throw Machado. So <laughs> you're spot on. That's that that's Terry's like main argument. And one thing I will add is that and this blows my mind every time. Oh, because the- Terry, every time he brings up Pedroia, <laughs> the next thing he brings up is Johnny Pesky's funeral, and. That was his wife is like eight eight and a half months pregnant or something like that. I think that was the thing where it was yeah. like that's why Pedroia. You can't put that on Pedroia though, in my opinion. But I, I think it wasn't even like it's not a, like he wants to make that a Pedroia thing. But like if you go back and thing. you look at who actually went, it was like Alfredo Aceves <laughs> and like. There's like a bunch of dudes that probably didn't even know Johnny at all. They, they just like yeah. thought it was the right thing to do because it's like I'm on the Red Sox and like this guy's important to the Red Sox. And I'm sure they probably like showed up thinking that everyone else is going to be there. And then they were like, oh, fuck, like no one's here. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe Tim Wakefield went. And other than that, like I'm, I'm pretty sure – like, if you go back and read about it, like, obviously now that it's we're eight years removed from it, like, I forget some of the details, but I want to say four players went. I want to say Aceves was one of them. And I also want to say that the Red Sox organized buses from, like, the like for the team to, like, make it easier for them to get to and from the service. And, like, still no one went. So, like, that's what pissed me off, like, on top of the team just being fucking trash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or I have uh, Ortiz, Buckholtz, Saltamachia, and Vincente Padilla. Maybe that's that was – That's who it was. That's who it was. Yeah. But still, that's – I mean, that's pretty egregious realistically. But still, you can't put the whole thing on Pedroia. That, would, that just blows my mind in that sense because that's Terry's argument. And it's yeah. just like, what? And I think we all found the common ground that none of us are like anti Pedroia. We were yeah. just trying to find a spot for him, and you know, like Terry Cushman is just wild. Uh, I yeah, don't know, I mean, I don't know like, how to take that dude. He's the fucking he's the Alex Jones of Red Sox Twitter, and he's you know he's gonna he's literally gonna go one for a hundred in his takes, and then he'll he'll never stop talking about that one time that he was right, and uh, he'll just ignore it if you call him out on all the times that he was wrong, but. Yeah, I mean, like, my favorite thing that Terry does is, like, his 
his whole like tagline for his podcast is like an anti section 10 mantra. He's uh. like, this podcast is for the non homers. It's like, how many Red Sox fans are like, fuck the Red Sox? <laughs> right, because he says it all the time. He throws it in your face. Like, oh, that's a homer take. It's like, no shit. I root for this yeah, team. Hey, I'm not just going to. And like Section 10 was like the first of its kind where like the whole thing was like we all listen to sports radio and they all fucking shit talk the Red Sox unless it's Lou Merloni. Like, he, like Mutton Lou was my shit back in 2013. Mutton oh, Lou yeah. was the best radio show because they would just spend four hours talking about the Red Sox every day, and I would tweet into the show, and, oh, Travis Shaw, base hit up the middle, the Blue Jays. Yeah, ding Blue dong. Jays. Ding wow. dong city, rocking the Yankees. Let's go. Wow. Uh, that's tough. That's tough because I feel like uh, the bullpen was one of the Yankees' strengths coming into this year. Um, <laughs> but what was I saying? Oh, Terry. Yeah, that fucking idiot. I think uh, – <laughs> was saying that like it's you, you like don't have like credibility if you're a homer and it's like we were just giving people an alternative to sports radio because sports radio was negative 24 7 and we were also like we broke in in 2015 that team was trash so, so like we were super negative at first too and then we kind of just realized like hey uh like the team and the players are paying attention to pretty much everything that we're saying. So if we ever want to break through and get the players on as guests, like we need to like clean it up and we did. And then by 2018, the Red Sox were great and we had mended some fences. And next thing you know, we've got press passes and a bunch of the players came on the podcast and we were like, Hey, you know what? I'd rather be us than Terry fucking Cushman. Terry, <laughs> hey, man. Serious, serious take slash question. Do you, think there's a real chance Cora's back next year for the Red Sox? Um, That is on the Red Sox. That's on the Red Sox. If they I, want Alex I feel Cora, like that was a big part of, like, your relationship with him was crazy. Like, that blew my mind. Still is. I mean, we talk, like, every day still. He, uh, That's wild. He hit me up because he saw my TV in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he's – I mean, we still talk – I mean, if it's not daily, it's definitely, like, multiple times a week. And, you know, we keep in touch with each other. And, um, you know, I, I think – I think the Red Sox would be very smart to bring him back. Like, I don't think it's, like, a like a PR thing. Like, if, if – the PR thing would have been bringing back Brock. It would have been like, hey, I know that we right. suck, but, like, here's Brock Holt. Everyone's happy, right? And it's like, well, yeah. no, like, we still suck. Um but, like, if you bring back Cora, I mean, Devers took a huge step forward because of him. Bogarts, Erod, like, there's tangible evidence to support that Alex Cora directly makes multiple valuable pieces of your team better. So, like, if you're going to go through the interview process and go through all the candidates of, like, who can come be the manager of the 2021 Boston Red Sox and make them better instantly – like that list starts with Alex Cora. Like that list start like of all the available managers, who's the best fit? Who can make us better right now? Uh, how do we power rank that? Oh, it's Alex Cora, Alex Cora, Alex Cora, a bunch of fucking random dudes, and then like Alex Cora. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Why does he get fired? Like, uh, 
No, he, he's got a one year, right? It, and that's year, it. Right? Yeah, he was going to retire. Say, he's going to retire. Oh, all right. I didn't know. Who, Renegy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Renegy, uh, his contract as bench coach went through this year, and he was planning on retiring anyway. So it's, it's literally the perfect setup because you didn't go out and hire someone that you're now going to have to fire to bring back Cora. It's just like, oh, this guy like was a placeholder for a year. Like he knows the deal. He worked with Cora. I'm sure he'd be glad to give the spot right. back to Cora. I don't think that there would be you know bitter feelings about it at all. True. Kind so. Bloom, how are you feeling about him in general? In terms of like, obviously, I guess his his resume kind of speaks for itself. But are you in on Kind Bloom to be like that hybrid, uh, be able to buy young talent and especially pitching? Um, at a lower value, as well as like acquire those big free agents that the Red Sox are capable of uh, of signing. You know what I mean? It's kind of a, a, a strange hybrid thing from what he was doing to the Rays. Yeah, I mean, like I've I've had the chance to talk to him a little bit, and I just buy what he's doing. Like I buy his philosophy and. I don't. I think it's it's a little overzealous to make the comparison to like Bill Belichick, but I think there are comparisons to be made there in the sense of like he's not going to fall. In love. Like, how many times have we seen the Red Sox? I mean, they just did it with Nathan Avaldi. They did it with Mike Lowell, where it was like, oh shit, we have a really popular player. Uh, he's kind of at the end here, and like he's a free agent, and the fans are clamoring to bring him back. Like, do we do it? No, like the Red Sox had done that before. It's like, oh, let's pay Mike Lowell. That didn't fucking work out. Oh, what about Nathan Lowell? He was a World Series hero. It's like, yeah, well, he's got like a really checkered like uh, injury history. Like maybe we shouldn't give him all this money. Like if Heim were here for all those years, like you you don't see Mike Lowell come back and the Red Sox are probably better off for it. Like you don't see that Nathan Avaldi contract. I don't think you see the Chris Sale extension. Like does that mean that Chris Sale is not here? No, I mean, like, you, you definitely wait that one out. Uh, I don't think that, like, because the Red Sox extended Chris Sale a year in advance. Like, Heim is probably the dude that waits for Chris Sale to hit free agency. And then by that point, you would have seen, you know, oh, so there's some red flags here. Uh, we're not talking about the same amount of money, or maybe we're not talking about the same length, or whatever it is. Maybe we're not talking about Chris Sale here at all. But that's where I think he's going to provide value outside of being able to identify talent that no one else can see. Cause like, that's obviously what he did in Tampa when he absolutely fleeced the pirates for uh, Glasnow and Meadows for Chris Archer, who sucks and he's a huge pussy. Um, <laughs> like, I, yeah. Chris Archer blocked me on Twitter like five years ago because I tweeted like a, a happy Gilmore meme at him. Um, what? Yeah, it was like, uh, it, yeah, it was like the, it was the, <laughs> it was Ortiz hitting the fucking mammoth home run off of Chris Archer where he did like the windmill finish. And it was like Peter McGavin being like, here's a free lesson. And then he blocked me. <laughs> what the fuck? It's funny. Yeah. Awesome. He's, he's baby shit soft. Um, <laughs> how but, many people block you right now? How many, how many, how many, or how many players? Players. Oh, yeah, no, uh, no. players. Uh, to my knowledge, just um, Chris Archer and Pablo Sandoval. Was it? Oh, I forgot Pablo too. Like the the Mike Ford situation. Are you going to try to rectify that, or is that just you know 
whatever happens, whatever. No, I mean, like, he, he hit me up immediately after I tweeted about it. So I think like oh. there was, uh, there was probably a moment of panic being like, I don't need this to get out of control immediately. Cause this dude is just going to like go off. So like he put that on his story and then I like roasted him being like, wait, if I'm irrelevant, why do I have like 40 <laughs> as many followers as you and you play for the New York Yankees? Um, and then he was like, yeah, it's all in good fun. I was like, yeah, no, I know that. I was like, I, I, I'm gonna I don't know if you are, but, uh, yeah. we, we talked about him coming on section 10 and then like too much time had gone by to like really lock something down. So I was like, ah, eh, like we don't need to make this like a drawn out thing where like, I don't even know if people really care if we follow up on this, but you know, if you want to. If you want to go off again, um, we'll see. <laughs> What's that like when you're kind of like going into like relatively hostile situations with, with Section 10 guests? You know what I mean? Where you kind of have that uh, kind of checkered history with certain people where it's like, oh, man, do we kind of have beef? Are we kind of cool? Like, how is this yeah. interview going to go? What's that like with players? I Like, as you may know, like, I don't give a fuck at all <laughs> so, like, it, it works either way like if you hate me that's content um if you think i hate you but like you're not sure and then there's like this figuring out process and then we become friends like there's there's content there too so like i don't care one way or the other um like drew pomeranz i knew first time. <laughs> that's a perfect example yeah yeah like I, he blocked me um actually he blocked me and steven wright blocked me that dude fucking sucks like i I hate Stephen Wright. Um, Stephen Wright blocked me because I, I like correctly broke the news that he was getting knee surgery. Like the day that I put that that news out, he blocked me. I was like, I don't know if that like you think I'm like hacking your Twitter messages and that's how I got the information. <laughs> I'm like, what a weird block that was. Um, so Pomeranz, like I had just like been roasting him for like years when he was with yeah. the Red Sox, um, and so. I met him and like I'm friend or like a lot of guys have moved on now, but like I was friends with a bunch of the brewers that year. It was like Shaw, Yelich, Thames, um, uh, Zach Davies, um, Brett Anderson was on the team. I think then Uh, there was a bunch of dudes that like, they knew my sense of humor and they were trying to, Oh no, is this going to be a grand slam? No way. Oh, no way. I know, oh, right? Oh, it's a grand slam. That's tough. <laughs> that is so tough. Oh, no. Uh, I hate to see it. That's, I mean, out of all. You hate to see it. Oh, no, Hobbs. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was going so hard the first inning, too. Yeah, I'll tell you what, going. That's one thing. Steve and I's interaction with, with you and Hubs, and it, granted, we were we were blitzed at this point, but I, I do feel bad that we didn't, like, give Hubs more love because I think we might have just been, like, that was, like, the peak of, like, fuck you, Hubs, especially oh, with, yeah. obviously, Sock Yankee series. <laughs> that was the mentality. I think we might have just been, like, ah, whatever, Hubs. Can you take – Hubs, take this picture of us. <laughs> might have been that. <laughs> Which I feel guilty about in retrospect because I feel like he's a nice guy, but <laughs> – and we we were at the we were at the live show and Hubs was sitting like uh, the first live show right I think oh, it yeah. was uh, in the back of the Cascan flag in there yep. and uh, Hubs was sitting right next to us and the fuck you Hubs when that started man that was so awesome to just see his fucking face like you stood up like give it to me 
<laughs> yeah, you knew it was fucking getting to him. You knew it. He was. Uh, he kind of. He kind of liked it at the same time. <laughs> he was sitting there sipping a Bud Light, like grow yeah, a fucking pair, bro. <laughs> Come on. Um, I totally got off track with my Drew Pomeran story. Uh, so I'm in Milwaukee, and all those guys are like. I think that you guys need to sit down and have a conversation man to man. I think that uh, I think that there was some miscommunication here. We think that you'd actually like Jared and uh, you should you should talk to him. Like even if it's not on a podcast, you should talk to him. So um, we end up uh, we end up talking like off the record, like we were talking in the uh, the brewer's dugout like or in front of it. And uh, he was, like, cool about it. And then he was also, like, he, he knew everything that I said about him. Like, he, he knew all of it. So um, I was like, all right, so, like, if, if, if you want to do the podcast, like, we can do it so that, like, I'll read every mean thing I've ever said about you to your face. I was like, <laughs> we, like we can do that way. I was like, uh, I'll, I'm 100% accountable. Um, I pretty much meant everything I said at the time. So I'm sure you can understand why I said some of those things. Um, but he was cool about it. And then I don't know if you saw the video that we did when we went to LA for Yarkey's like celebrity softball tournament. So like I was in the outfield and Paul Moran was in the outfield and uh, Dallas was at third base and I was in like right field and it was like balls in to start the inning and Dallas like put his glove like in front of his like face, and I just like threw him a hose from right field and hit him like right in the glove. And then Pomeranz walked by, and I was like, "Did you fucking see that? Like that was a strike from right field. Like you should try throwing more strikes. Like I feel like if you throw strikes, you'll definitely be a better pitcher. Like just give it a shot." And like he laughed, so like he gets it. And uh, even like his wife, his <laughs> wife was there, and like that's that's the other thing. Like the wives. They they don't get it at all. Like they, if you say anything about their hobbies, like they're ready to go to war. Um, so his wife was like very unsure of what to make of me. But like by the end of it, it's like you know, like once you get time in person with these people, they're like, yeah, I mean, like he's an asshole, but like he doesn't mean it. Like he's he's trying to be funny at the expense of my husband, and like. You know, even if you're married to someone that's not good at baseball, you should be able to recognize, like, oh, even he's objectively not that good. But now he's great. <laughs> now he has a huge contract. Now he's he's pitching great out of the bullpen with the Padres. So, like, everything worked out. That's yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Ma, Gilly right here is a big fan of Drew Pomeranz. Always was. I was. I'm a big Palm guy. I, I many a times I've tweeted the uh, the Palm logo of that juice because I was I was committed yeah. to Palm. I knew he had something in him, and and I'm glad he found it. Yeah, no, he's, uh, <laughs> he is the uh, definition of of comeback story, and it's I I root for him, and I'm excited for him, and I'm happy that he's going to be getting paid. I mean, I just got a question for Jared about the about just random shit. I always want to know this about Jared. Who was your favorite player growing up that was like non mainstream guy, non Nomar, non Manny Poppy? You should show um, him your wall first because you have you've had that forever. All right, yo, Jared, can you guess 
uh, current player uh, fathead on my wall, uh, AL Central. Uh, <laughs> You're really uh, narrowing it down for him, you know. I know this is you yeah, gotta... this is his job. You probably could have guessed it from a picture. <laughs> the fuck? Should I give him some kind of AL Central, and it's an obscure player? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Average. He's been relevant for a while, though. Yeah, he's Probably. all right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not that he's obscure, but for some right, like for some reason, I want to say Jose Abreu. That's uh, very. I'd say that's close. Yeah, it's ca- that type of guy. More obscure, though. Yeah, different team yeah, on the right team. No, no, no. But um, hmm. I feel like it's not an Indian because they have crazy turnover. Uh... You might be wrong there. <laughs> oh, okay. So, an obscure player. Is he, it, it's, it's of him on the Indians, and is he still an Indian? Yep. Yes. He's still an Indian, but it's been a while. You know, he's been an Indian for a minute. Maybe he left, maybe he didn't. He spent a little time away, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Took a little vacation. Bag it, but. Recently. Wait, so you're talking Clevenger? No. no. No, no, not that reason. He's, he's still currently. He's currently on the uh, on Cleveland. Okay, it's um, a great fathead. It is great fathead. Get it for sixteen dollars. Okay. <laughs> How long have you had that thing? Since his first stint, like yeah, like he, he, he walks a lot. Close to, he's, like, he's big man. thing. He, he gets on base a lot. He, he's a big. Call us Yes, yes, sir. There it is. <laughs> How in. weird is that? Like, just like a, a random. I mean, that that's incredible. <laughs> what the fuck, right? And also, I got who's this guy? You can guess that. Get He's a. Do you know? I don't at can't all. even make that out. I don't even know. I can't even I make that out. <laughs> someone with that exact picture as their Twitter avatar DMs me all the time saying you're a fucking idiot. It's not me. Oh, not me. oh Steve, you have it's a burner? Me. No, it's Pete. <laughs> oh, yeah. imagine someone if it was Pete. DM nah. That. No, no. Oh, okay. Barber. <laughs> yeah, Peyton Barber. Honk Wonkenheimer, that's his nickname. That's so weird. Um, <laughs> all right, but yeah. I'm excited to see your wall art, Jared. I'm not going to lie. I, I I hope you, you follow up and maybe tweet out a, a pic of uh, of that artwork there. Next to Kevin, and uh, let me see. This is, this is what it looks like. It's actually beautiful. It's got like... Got like Wait. the water on it. I don't know if you can see. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you sent that to KFC. Is here your uh, interior decorator? Yeah, I said. What if I told you that when you walked into the launching pad, that the first thing you saw was a three foot by five foot canvas of this? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "I would say you're a goddamn Steve Cohen esque art collector." <laughs> He's on a Steve Cohen kick right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> That's funny. It's just art. That's all it is. It's just art. It's pure art. I like it. Appreciate it for what it is. Hey, I have one more question, uh, Jared. At, at what point did you stop uh, cutting your hair and letting it grow out? Because Oliver and I are both trying to get some flow. And yeah, it, this is your first stab at it. I was gonna say it looks great. Like it looks like like it's been your hair the whole time. No, it <laughs> like a first time. Well, well, since quarantine, I cut it once, but yeah. I'm trying to do it. It's, I've always had a buzz cut. Yeah, I think um, I want to say it was the off season 
Uh, it was after the World Series because I definitely went buzz cut all through the parade. So then, like, November, I think, like, November, I, like, got sick. Like, usually I got my, like, buzz cut once every two weeks. Uh-huh. And um, I think, like, I had, like, a fucking, like, I don't know, tonsillitis or whatever the fuck, strep throat. So, like, I didn't get my hair cut for, like, three weeks. And then I just kind of got lazy and then I was like, all right, like probably around Christmas time. I was like, I think now that it's cold out, I can just wear a beanie and kind of get through that. Like, cause my hair, like if I go from a buzz cut to like growing it out, then it just like, like an afro, like it just like, grows straight out. Right. So I, I kind of just like wore a beanie. Like if you look at like pictures or videos of me from like December, January, I, I only wore a beanie and then around February it was like kind of coming in and that's when I went to uh, spring training and talked to Lucas Giolito and he was like here's what you need to do like here's the hair product that you need here's the blow dryer you need here's the comb that you need and here's how you blow dry it and here's how you style it here's how much product you use like so he he just like took me under his wing and gave me a weapon. Like he like, <laughs> here's how you're going to go from sixes in your DMs to fucking tens. <laughs> uh, your current routine, how complicated is it? Because it looks like it's, it looks nice, but it looks like he, like, not well, too hard. Like, this is like, this is next day hair. So like, I, I haven't like showered or done my hair at all today. So, like, this was, like, I think I showered last night at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, did my hair from morning wood, then went to bed, woke up, and just kind of, like, fucking messed it up so that it looked halfway presentable. Um, but it doesn't take long now that I have it down. Like, now it's, like, you get out. And, like, I was going to, like, this salon, and they were telling me to, like, blow dry it back. But that doesn't work for me. Like, my hair is too straight. So I blow dry it all the way down. So like my hair comes like down to like my eyes and I blow dry it straight. And then I just like take like a bunch of fucking or like whatever the product that I use, no free ads. And then <laughs> I, I, I go like front, but then push it up and then you got to go over and it's like this whole deal. But now I've got it down to a science. So it, it probably takes me like less than three minutes to do. How about washing it? Like Oliver was talking about not washing your hair. Like, yeah, that's a Feidelberg thing. I think I think he just says that because he's a fucking pig and he doesn't <laughs> clean himself, and it's just one less step for him in the shower. Um, but you're a dude. Shampooer. I have found that uh, like people are like, oh my god, like you got to get like this special shampoo and this special conditioner. I still use Perp Plus Two in One. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like I have found that if I use like a special shampoo and like a special conditioner that when I blow dry it and try to do it, it just doesn't come out the same. And mm-hmm. like when I do like the two in one, it, it's like a little, not like, it's just like a little raggedy. And like that helps for like the look that I go for. It's like not like, it's a little messy. It's not like friendship. That's the way to go anyways. A little bit of messiness. You can't look like you're trying hard, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. I'm not going into like wall street. I, I live in Saga. What about the beard, Jared? Wait, so you got you got like the trim like right here, right? The yeah. side kind of trim. But this is I, yeah, so I, I used to do that on my own. And then after the World Series, 
Um, I was like, I think I grew it out for the playoffs. Like it used to be much tighter to my face. And then after the world series, uh, I've kept it longer and I was like, I actually like it longer and it looks better, like, like a little bit longer with like longer hair. So now like my barber does it, like he just fucking knows what to do. Gotcha. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm trying to grow mine out first because it was like tight to my chin. It was like yeah. a really thin, thin line. Yeah. So I'm really scraggly right now, but I'm trying to like grow it down my neck more and then yeah. I'll try to make it nice, nice. So yeah. like the beard is a weapon too. It's like I got like, yeah. in, I have like a slim face and a pointy ass chin and I grow out a beard and it's like, well, guess what? Now it's round. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. And- <laughs> I got my, I got my dad, my my mom's side of my hair, so my hair is super thick. So I can grow it out, but I I can't grow a beard. I have like my dad's facial hair genes. It's like I can get the sideburns, and then it's just fucking. There's a huge gap, and then there's just the goatee. So I usually just rock the goatee. I want to say they have like. Uh... That's demoralizing. <laughs> they, they have like not death for men. They have like fucking it's whatever like, it is. It's like like thickening product basically right yeah. so it looks like it's there even though it's really not yeah no but like i think you can do like hair plugs for your face i would do that honestly <laughs> <laughs> out, of all, out of all the cosmetic surgeries there are in the world like that's like, the one yeah like that's worth it for sure like if you can get a thick beard i'm telling you it makes a difference like i am the proof like I have no business getting attention from some of the people I get attention from. And like, it's the hair, it's the beard and it's the tattoo sleeve. Like you put those three together and you are yeah, Pink Floyd yeah. tattoo sleeve. Hell yeah. yeah. I don't feel having a tattoo sleeve. I want to get a tattoo, but I'm scared. Like, oh. like, like, I don't know. Like just how, how do you feel overall? Like being out in public, like what's going on? I love it. Uh, yeah. People always like, you know, like I'll get like random people, Actually, some fucking homeless guy like got really upset with me. <laughs> um, I was walking around the street in New York City, and I think what he said was "nice sleeve, young man." But like, I thought he said something about like he's asleep, young man, because there was a fucking homeless person passed out like a couple of feet ahead of me. <laughs> I thought he was like warning me like not to wake up this homeless person. So like he said that, and I was like I was trying to process it in my head, and then before he was like. You're welcome. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't realize what you said. Thank you. Like, I, did, I thought you – I was like, I'm not even going to explain what just happened, but thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I just, like, kept it moving. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think um, – like, I get I get random anonymous dudes tweeting at me saying your, your sleeve sucks and you look like white trash. And I was like, you're never going to believe this. But I actually did not get this tattoo sleeve for the approval of 35-year-old <laughs> men on the internet. Like, that's not what I did that for. Um, <laughs> I think, like, the female demo. Uh, you would have struck out with them, so at least you know. Yeah. Right. yeah. I was like, you know what? There's definitely a market for, like, hair, beard, tattoo guys. Like, that's for sure a thing. So, like, that's what I'm with. And until we stop seeing results, we're going to keep powering through. Are you done with tattoos, or are you going to get some more? What's the deal? Um, I have I have an open spot, like, on my elbow, like, right here. Yeah. Ooh. Not because like I just left it open for any reason. It was because uh, I started getting most of the sleeve done in like the summertime last year, and then like we ended up going to Cleveland, and then like we kind of just like did like a bunch of traveling shit, and then 
like November, it's like there's a there's a break, and then December, there's Christmas, then January, we were in LA a bunch, and then February, we're doing spring training, and then March was the pandemic. So like it was just one thing after another. It was like I don't have the fucking time to do this. Yeah. So I've basically had an incomplete tattoo for like a year now. So yeah. like I'll, I'll be walking around with like a sleeve and it's like, Oh, like, let me see it. And people look at it. It's like, well, what's, what's the deal with this spot? I'm like, I'm an asshole. Like that's the deal with that. <laughs> but that's it though. Like once you finish that spot, you're you, nothing really else planned. Yeah. I mean like I've always like kind of considered doing like a second sleeve, but like I've, I've pulled, uh, girls and been like what do you like more do you like the one sleeve or do you like two sleeves and i, I feel like overwhelmingly it's been like, yeah like, keep, keep one arm open <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. yeah. I mean, I he's have, been like, pulling yeah. girls he's literally been asking yeah <laughs> he's got a <laughs> what, what will make you like me more <laughs> what do you care about that's <laughs> impressive how do you like new york city by the way in terms of uh obviously a, a kid from saugus like what, what part of the city could you kind of like frequent the most and, and your general vibes? I don't know if you've been in the same spot for the whole time at your duration. I never went outside. <laughs> I like, really? Yeah, no, I didn't fucking, I didn't like it. I think like when I first moved there in 2017, um, it was like more people lived directly in the city and more people were single. So like they wanted to go out uh and then like people got wifed up people left the city um and i'm like i don't know i just kind of didn't really have the same crew to like go hang out with and then mm-hmm. like, during baseball season when people want to go out like during the summer like i'm usually staying in watching the games and then during right. the time everyone's like well it's cold now like i just want to like ouch i didn't really have many opportunities to go out but uh, I mean, like my neighborhood is nice. Like I lived in Murray Hill, and like that area had had a bunch of cool bars that I like going to. Like there is a the Flying Cock that was my spot. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I went there a lot. Uh, <laughs> no free ads though. No free ads. They deserve a free ad. They gave me a lot of alcohol. Uh, rest in peace to the tavern. Rest in peace to the baseball tavern. Like that. That's forever my jam. Like, uh, it's still there. I mean, like I still have hope that like. Yeah, they're like, oh, uh, during the pandemic, uh, we got like a good deal on rent. We can just come back for cheap. Like, let's just come back. I just might fucking buy it. I might just open it up and just make a baseball tower 2.0. Yeah, pull a pad you, light, oh, like Green Rock. Yeah. Green Rock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if I bought the baseball tavern, I wouldn't renovate it at all. Like, I would probably make it shittier. I'd be like, back in my day, <laughs> it was gonna fucking fall down. So, like, let's take out some of these pillars. And like, let's get like a truckload of asbestos and let's make it up. <laughs> a self-induced flood just really just trash yeah. the place, deteriorate it to the max. Really dive yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, I like it. We don't I'm wash glasses. Nothing. Oh. You got three, or four patrons right here, so we're ready to go. Absolutely. <laughs> Great. Be there in a second. Yeah, I'm not that. Hey, here, one, I, I don't mean to keep you friendly. One last one. Ready? Can you give us a ranking of the New England states? Oh, this oh, is like big. This. this is big. States. Um, all right, so Massachusetts. Okay. Um, I'm going to go 
I mean, it's it's between New Hampshire and Rhode Island here. Yes, sir. Come on. Sway you. One time for the 401. Uh, like, ah, shit. I mean, like, I, I have to go New Hampshire because, I, like, I'm obsessed with Lake Winnipesaukee. What? Why? 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 Yeah, like, I'm a big canoe guy. Like, I'm a big... I'm a big canoe guy, and I went. I went New Hampshire over Rhode Island because I dated a girl from Cranston, and that oh. was. Oh, oh don't be girls no. from Cranston. Oh. Oh. Yeah, oh, you gotta know. Get you like a South Kingstown girl or like something like you that. Kingston, be any other town. Yeah, oh. It was bad. So clearly, um, <laughs> yeah. big. I'm a big Moultonboro. Lake Winnipesaukee canoe guy, so I gotta right. go. Um, I gotta go Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and I don't even honestly like. I feel like now there's a battle between Maine and Rhode Island. To be honest, Maine has nothing. Rhode Island is plummeting in the ranks because this one girl from Cranston. I can't believe this. She's <laughs> <laughs> a really bad relationship. She's really bad really soured me. My sister lives in Rhode Island, so, like, that's another notch down. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeez. Um, I mean, I, I love York Beach, but, like, people say it's basically Massachusetts, so if that's me, my only reason to pick Maine, then I think I'm going to go Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, um, Maine, Vermont, Connecticut. <gasps> Connecticut's that's last. Yeah, Bravo. Yes, sir. I've never even been to Vermont, but, <laughs> but the worst people on planet Earth are Patriot Yankee fans. Oh, yeah. They only live in Connecticut. It's true. So, like, I, I, I also dated a girl from fucking Connecticut. And that didn't go great either. So that's another strike on Connecticut. <laughs> like, fuck. What part of Connecticut was she from? Um, I don't know where she was from, but she went to Southern. Oh, okay. Okay. And, like, we fucking, like, went out and gun-waving New Haven all the time. <laughs> and every time you made it home without getting murdered, like, you knew it was a good night. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I don't... I don't really like Connecticut because that is home to the Patriot Yankees, <laughs> which are literally the worst people on planet Earth. Like, yep. don't be in my mentions all excited when the Patriots are winning football games and then also tell me to go fuck myself when the Red Sox are beating the Yankees. Like, no. I don't want to know you. Like, we are not the same person. Like, we, we have nothing in common, even though we both root for the Patriots. Love it, man. We're we're all Rhode Island. Cranston is just not the place to be. Yeah, but yeah, no. Cranston's not great. Um, I have like a friend that lives in Pawtucket, okay. and lovely family, lovely people. Probably some of my favorite people in the world. Um, so yeah, I mean, like Rhode Island. I I, I also spent a lot of time in Narragansett as well. Uh, there you go. Man, let's go. Yeah, t- twenty twelve. Uh, anyway. 
yeah, like me and my best friend dated two girls that were best friends that went to URI together, and we went to Narragansett like every single fucking weekend. Yep. You got four Rhodey alums right here. There you go. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's like some of the bars that are like Cotton View, Charlie's, 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 yeah, that close. Charlie's yeah. done. Yeah, but yeah. what's the other one? Bondview? Yes. Yeah. Muse? Right. Muse, another one? Muse. <laughs> that was the move. <laughs> yeah. No, we Thursday went. night. I went to those bars all the time. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. Narragansett. Awesome. That's awesome. What's that place called? Uh, Rody Joe's. Yes. Yeah, so gone. that's a Mexican place now, but Rody yeah, Joe's had some slamming food. Yeah. They had lit trivia, not going to lie. Trivia was kind of lit there. Rody Joe's. <laughs> I don't know if they still have them now. If they're, I mean, like. Mexican restaurants definitely have steak, but Rody Joe's had probably top three best steak tips I've ever had in my life. So wow. Rody wow, Joe's I praise. Yeah. <laughs> Rody Joe's was like its own like spin off of Cellos. I don't know if yeah. you know what Cellos is. But uh Cellos, uh, it's kinda like a I don't know if this was that a Rhode Island thing or what? It was Southern Mass. Southern Mass. Yeah, I was I gonna say it was in Mass yeah. too, but uh it was owned by them and they put the roadie tag on it. Cause all, you know, all the roadie kids, uh, URI guys and, and kids going there. Um, but yeah, slamming food, best, uh, queso sticks I've ever had. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. yeah I they mean, were so good. That was, uh, that was a weird time in my life. Uh, <laughs> what about Newport? You a Newport guy? I know Feidelberg yeah. is right. He's yeah, like a I, Newport writer guy. Salve, so I, I, there's, oh. Okay. I, went to, I went to plenty of college mansion parties in Newport. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, what was it? Fucking Hawaiian gyms? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Steve, would, you would know over everybody. Your sister went there. Yeah, I don't know. She, if Hawaiian, she was... Hawaiian gyms was like a shaved ice place in Newport, and like my sister like half owned it. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Awesome. Yeah. Good times. Good times in Rhode Island. Yeah, you know what? It sounds like they might be pushing New Hampshire for number two. I don't want to. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I feel like you're leaving that. Like New, Hampshire, New Hampshire's got the Fisher Cats, and New Hampshire's got uh, Lake Winnipesaukee. You keep hyping up Winnipesaukee. I'm sorry, but I have you been like been out on the water on those boats there? It's just like a it's a shit show in terms of like you got people that have no business driving boats just whipping through it's just a it, more traffic that's like the connecticut of of bodies of water it's a disaster i don't I know <laughs> i at least you appreciate it maybe in a canoe it's better but that's yeah, that's my two cents canoe is is just the way to go and <laughs> if you haven't experienced a canoe lately i strongly i strongly uh, encourage you to do so um what else was oh unh unh was just like a smoke show factory back in the day so I feel like UNH has to be part of the, the decision-making process as well. Fair, fair. Thanks, All right. Appreciate that. Well, that's awesome. Well, we've we've taken up more time than we, we could have ever asked, <laughs> even for episode 100. We really appreciate it, honestly. No, this is how you do it because, like, I don't really, like, I don't do many, like, podcasts during the season because, like, People will ask and I'll be like, yeah, like what time works for you and what time works for you? And then like, I'll, I'll agree to do it. And then 
I like an interview will pop up or we're going to do a podcast or we're going to do a video or something like that. And, like, I feel like shit when I like back out of them. So yeah. you just like sliding in the DMs being like, Hey, we're doing a show right now. And I'm like, all right, cool. I can do it right now. That's literally <laughs> what I did. I was like, dude, Hey, fuck it. I'm, I'm sending it. Yeah. You know, I know, I know the, the Yankees are playing right now and Julian Merriweather is chucking hope to God that he gets out of this. Well, the so. Hey, thank you though. It's much appreciated. We love you, man. And honestly, section 10 is like, I mean, I know I'm, a, I'm an avid listener and I know you guys listen too. like, it's a big, uh, you know, drive for us doing this podcast and how we started. So thank you for that. And it's yeah, awesome, man. I mean, I appreciate it and we appreciate you listening and, uh, congrats on a hundred episodes. That's a big deal. A lot of people start a podcast and then they think it's all fun and games and then fucking, Three episodes later, they're like, "Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore." And <laughs> it's not fun anymore for me. Um, so yeah, congrats to you guys on hundred episodes. Thank you for uh, letting me be a part of it. Thank Thanks, you. man. Appreciate it. Sweet. Awesome. Uh, we'll talk to you guys. All right. Thank All right. right. Later. Thanks again. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, man. Oh, man, that was Woo. cool. We got anybody else who want to get on here quick, or are we yeah. wrapping it up? Yeah, we should oh, get out. it. Fucking Al has been probably waiting this entire time. I know, poor guy. I think yeah, that's we all right. Don't I tell mean, him, it... though. Don't tell him, though. Uh, he, he's live probably on watching. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and, and I'm on <laughs> Twitch. So, so he had to see it. Damn. Had to see it. He popped up with 20 viewers during the Krabbis time, so you guys know. Yeah. Sm- live, Smitty, live Smitty just texted me about it, too. It's funny. That was it. That was Motion L wanted to come on for a second. <laughs> <laughs> can, we get, oh can we get Alan here? Yeah, I just I just sent him I just sent him to Al again. All right, after after Al, we'll wrap it up because that was I mean, first of all, Sosa, no Sosa. Good job, Josh. I, if we can get him on like rapid fires, I don't want to be on here. For, I don't want like a two hour episode. People aren't going to listen to that. Oh, oh. they'll listen to it. Right, <laughs> episode right. one hundred. It's a marathon. Yeah, an hour and a half already. I mean, yeah. forty. We got to we got to rapid fire these last few and. Big Big Al, what's up? Here, here, let's go. What's Al? up, Big Al? <laughs> <laughs> what? You guys are idiots. You guys are idiots. I love it. Hold on. For real, though, man. For real. For real. First off. First off. No, no, no. Hey, first off. Guys, Close his door. He's going to go off on us. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? You might want to put in your mic. We can barely hear you. All right, yeah, hold on. Probably... give me a second. Let me plug in my mic. Hold okay. On. Hold on, give me a second. I'll plug in my mic. Oh, you guys are you guys are screwed. <laughs> what is that for? This is this is Alan Hegan, by the way, from Couch Guy All Sports. Right. For anyone listening right now, yeah, oh, kind of uh, the same. Okay. Right. Audio quality. Yeah, you gotta uh, change the input mic in the in the All meat right. thing. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like I'm like getting called into A3 right now. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Come to the office Shout right out now. A3. Shout out A3. I love that. The opening, for anyone that's listening to this as a podcast, Al just shaking his head as oh, soon as he go. got into the, okay. info, into I, the I Google Hangout. In the background, so I don't know if that was causing it. First thing I'll say is this. Congratulations on 100 episodes. That's awesome. I am genuinely happy for you guys. Thank okay. you so much. I want that to be clear. Co- I, I see. I sense a butt coming. Yeah, but. Oh, it's a, but. It's a butt. You guys are <laughs> idiots. 
You guys are still idiots. And let me let me clarify this. Not as much Ollie and Josh. You guys are good. Like I got no problems okay. with you guys. You guys you guys are good. Okay, Ollie, go off, King. Go off, today. King. Hey, great job today on the um on the Mario Golf stream. Very well done. I oh, tuned in. Yeah. I was a fan. Josh, you did a great job with your virtual reality stuff oh, for me. With, the, uh, with the golf. So good job. Thank on you. That. Thank but you. Steven thank you. Gilly, God, do I have a bone to pick with you? Oh. Especially Gilly. Gilly, you're getting the brunt end of it, buddy. You're oh, my, my oh, phone's shit. in the Gilly other room. Calling. Did you keep texting me? Steve, you were I next one up. I texted you to say one thing. And he couldn't even friggin' answer me. Are you shitting me? My phone's been buzzing like crazy. No, no, no I don't want to hear that. You're, no, you're done. Gilly. Oh, my God, Gilly. Am I about to go off on you? Oh, let me hear it. Number one. Number one, thanks for coming to the uh, fantasy draft that you said you were going to log on for. You I, I was eating dinner while it was drafting. I'm I not going to lie. Oh, no, no. You can't get out of that. I, have <laughs> I could have sent you a picture of I the pasta the salad I was eating. I'll log, on, I'll log on. I'll log on in a minute. That is literally what you said. Actually, hold on. I'm getting my phone. Hold on. I was hoping. Oh my god! Kids coming with the receipts. Oh my, my god! Goodness. Oh, you did. Oh you boy. Did. Wait a minute. Let me see the text messages from Mike Gilligan. Let's see here. Um, I'm actually just finishing dinner, but I'll hop on as soon as I'm off, implying that you were gonna come. That's your fault. <laughs> That's your fault. That's number one. Number the two. implication. You're right. I shouldn't have given you that uh, implication there. Although, wait, which rap, what time is this at, by the way? That was at. Let me hold on. Let me go back and check that. that We're was close at to the end of the draft. Seven something. Okay. That was at about seven fifteen, maybe. I don't know, but no, we were not. We didn't even start eating dinner yet. I don't know, dude. Yeah, no, I. I was. I was out of my. my uh, I'm half in the bag, so maybe that's why I sent that, but I didn't mean to send that. That surprise me with you, but that's okay. <laughs> um, okay, sorry, 8.10. I was off by an hour, so 8.10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Second, so... second off, I te- and I told you the same thing, but the worst part was you were answering me while you were interviewing Carabas. <laughs> For a minute, and then I had to charge, and then I had to charge my phone. So I, was like, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. He's answering me now. And then the one thing I asked him to say, he just magically can't see the message. Dude, I was it doing a lot right before we – not going to lie. I was vibing for a minute there before Carabas. Carabas came on and I got thrown off. I want to give a fall, guys, right before that. I was like – I knew I was that chilling. was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen because this is – from what I recall, Jared, uh, Jer- Jesus, Oliver and Josh are big mm. fans of Section 10. Yeah. So they're, yep. they're, they're fine. But Gilly and Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, but all the time on Twitter, I used to see some big uh, shit talking from you two. I don't know. I mean, my memory might be a little funky, but I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Oh, uh, Josh, can you I thought you were here to, to, to say hi, to give us some love, but instead we're just getting screamed at. What's going on? No, this is what I'm going to say. Gilly texted me at 9.15. No, Gilly texted me at 9.15. He's like, we'll bring you on in one second. We have Carabas on. So I'm figuring, okay. Yeah, like 10, 15 minutes. An hour later, I was like, "It's cool." I literally put my phone down to charge, and then it was like it kept going. I thought it was like going to be like a five minute deal. No lie, I thought it was going to just Here's be like, boom, he's got two seconds. What? No, he's got. I don't know how much time he's got available. Apparently, Gilly, I know you're trying to be a lawyer, but you're not getting out of this. Like, you're dude, not- are you kidding me? It's Carabas. What do you mean? No, we'll take how much time he can get. I, will, I, I wasn't gonna I hang up this. and be like, you know what? Sorry, dude. I will Sorry, I was waiting. We're gonna have to cut you off. Got, 
you guys got got him for like an hour, I think, right? Something like yeah. that. Something like yeah, that. that was pretty no, nuts. I give you guys credit. That was impressive, especially for the hundredth episode too. I did oh, listen God. in. I'm surprised, Steve, you didn't shit talk more because I thought you were just going to go in on him, but you just you panicked away like a little girl. That's okay. Like, it's okay. You do your thing. Ow. Ow. I can let the man speak. I can't just let the guy walk in and fucking shit talk him. Maybe, maybe episode two or three. You're not going to do it. You're going to cower away again. It's okay, oh, though. Like, that's okay. It's okay. Al, you know what's good about you? I always know what I'm going to get when you come on. A lot of shit talk, <laughs> and that's about it. It's good. Well, here's the thing, Steve. Like, hey, let me know. I know that, like, you shit talk Ollie and Josh and Gilly. So I'm like, okay, he needs a little bit of his own medicine. And he needs somebody to come That's in and just give it up to him. You need it. Your shit talk muscle starts flexing. Listen, Ollie, listen, Ollie's my guy because he's the only one that has hung out with me in person so far out of this group. So, you know That's what? fair. So, so you know what? Golf tournament. It's, it's coming. I'll come. It's happening. Out. I'm down to do All that. Right. I'm just down to All go. Right. That, that was going to be my opportunity. What's your episode one hundred big take? Uh, I said it earlier to you, and I it was probably you, Steve, that said come in ready to defend it, and I'm going to defend yeah. it. Jackie Bradley Jr. should have been traded at the deadline, and I'm going to be glad when he's gone. But I'm not going to be glad that he's gone. Oh. You're going to be glad when he's gone? Yes. Why? Yes. Who are we putting in center field? That's going to be better. Anybody, because guess what? <gasps> I missed the gold glove caliber defense. I will miss that, and I said this before. He is a top two defensive center fielder. I put him and Kiermaier like right there, giving Bradley the yeah. advantage probably, which is fair to say. I mean, Kevin Kiermaier is really good in the outfield too. But it's a case where I just can't take the inconsistent bat anymore. And you guys got to agree he's there. He is, he's so inconsistent. He's on fire right now. Right now, but he's still inconsistent. He can't put it together for a full season, Steve, and you know that. Would you rather You're have a smart guy. Would you rather have Kevin Kiermaier, please? Then- Would I rather have Kevin Kiermaier at this point? Maybe. Okay, let me ask you guys. Yeah, this. Hold on, let me ask you guys this. If you could have traded Jackie Bradley Jr. and gotten some good prospects in return, knowing that he's a free agent at the end of this year and he's already talking like he's gonna leave Boston, do you do it? No. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it's a it's you can say all these hypotheticals all you want. If you're gonna, you gotta give me the trade. You gotta give me the name. You 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 know you gotta give me something real. Should they have gotten something for a Jackie Bradley? Maybe, but like if at not, this point we gotta go all in on re-signing him. In my opinion, I, right. what pisses I me agree. off about the Jackie Bradley situation is that it seems like management in the front office is saying one thing that they're not telling him, which yeah. that's what ticks me off. It's like Jackie Bradley should not be saying. They haven't told me that, whereas, like, we're being told, oh, we want to keep Jackie on. It seems like they don't actually mean that, and that's what upsets me about it. I but want Jackie up, Bradley here as long as possible. Door. He already has a foot out the door. He's already talking about his free agency. Yeah, because he's ticked off about it because they're not – they're telling the media one thing that, oh, yeah, we'd love to have Jackie here long term, but they're not having those conversations with him. That's ridiculous. Now, would you rather have George Springer or Jackie Bradley Jr.? Jackie Bradley. Uh, at, at the cost, Jackie Bradley. I do not want to pay George Springer – how much money he's going to make. Mean that, I, I, and that's what upsets okay, me no, about can, it. Listen, I don't agree disagree. That's totally fine. I you, have no you want, with that. How much is it going to cost for Jack, uh, George Springer, though? That's going to be a shit ton. Oh, 100 million? I, I, want, I don't want to touch George Springer with a 100-foot pole. Me either. Injury played, relies on uh, sign stealing, has never played center field in Fenway. But Nobody he's plays a hell of a postseason hitter. They, they got to get to the hit. fucking postseason first. Right now, so with Steve Springer's Pierce. not well, playing obviously. in the postseason. 
obviously. But you make a couple moves next year. You get yeah, well, in there. George Springer can to... suck my ass. Give me JBJ all day. Big agree. Hey, and by the way, in the meantime here, we have another guest that just joined in. It's our, our number one fan of all time. Shout out motherfucking Jake Ruthier. Jake Ruthier, how you doing, bro? He's still on mute, actually. I'm <laughs> The, the king of the fan section. Yeah, he is, dude. He, That's true. He made it. Once you guys get a sponsor, he's got to be the first guy to buy something. Oh, hell yeah. It's true. Truly's he, just liked my tweet. He would True. Truly's like the yeah, tweet. Yeah, I just yeah, saw yeah. that. All right, Jake. Yeah. Without a doubt, we'll be the yeah, first, guys, I'm first Sneaky. Yo, happy 100, boys. Thank you, bro. Thank Thanks, you. man. Jay Ruth, thank you. Yeah, first merch drop. I'll be I'll be number one on that list to snag, uh, snag something. I'll tell you what. Let's Dude, go. I've been, I've wanted that for a long time. Maybe I dropped some T-shirts. I'm a big T-shirt guy. So. He is. He is. He's always hyping up the T-shirt options. I, I no matter am. what idea, he's, Josh is like, "Yo, we should try to do Josh, this." Josh, we'll t-shirt. get you some free T-shirts soon. Once the store awesome. opens, up, we'll get you some free swag. Awesome. <laughs> if that store ever opens, we gotta get on Jared Scally for that because it feels like it's been forever. Th- Dude, that he said, yeah. "Oh yeah, the store's gonna open." Yeah, when's it gonna open? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we'll, you'll get one free of charge, Mr. Ruthier. Oh Mr. no, I'm, I'm more than willing tonight. to pay for you, boy. No, no, no it's on us. It's on us. Sling out this big, the, your big take for episode 100 oh. here. Come on, yeah. So, what do you got? For so, us? Al's week. I, uh, before this, I was watching the uh, <laughs> the the Islanders Tampa Bay game, and the Islanders are down like. I think it's about five now or something crazy like that. And I'm telling you right now, the Islanders are going to go to the Stanley Cup and they're going to go seven games. And ideally, ideally, I'm saying the Islanders are going to win their first Stanley Cup in the last hundred years or what? something. Dude, wow. second, that. Person tonight. Second, you... second person tonight to take the Islanders to all the way as their big take. Who's the other one, Morocco? Dude, dude they're, they were down one to five at like in the last, I don't know. 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, Dave Champlin, right? Said it, guys. Yep. Yeah, Champlin. Champlin's nasty. Boy, boy, gotcha. Yeah. That's funny, though. You were way more specific, Jake, to be honest, though. Sorry, oh, sorry yeah. Dave. I know you're going to listen, but uh, but Jake had a very <laughs> way more specificity in terms of how this is going to go. Seven games in the Stanley Cup final. I have Man. three words for you. Team of destiny. They're, they're the team of destiny. They're going to make it this year. They're going seven games, Stanley Cup final, win the cup. It's going to be Strong Island's biggest win in, I don't know, when's the last time Long Island won anything that was worth noting? Strong or, Island. What strong a, Island, what a yeah. I'm, I'm not over that. I'm sorry to cut strong you off, Island. but that, that rattled me. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, I hope I think, you're right, man. I hope you're right. I, I'd love to see the I hope you're right. I, love I, cannot, I cannot see Tampa in a Stanley Cup, uh, a single Stanley Cup game, or I might just, like, stab both my eyeballs out and then light my entire head on fire. <laughs> 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 If I have to watch another dirty hit by Pocket, I'm done. That's it. I'm giving up on hockey forever. It was on a Coyotes hat for no good reason at all. But it's coming. <laughs> Yotes, man. Got to do it for the Yotes. Right? Okay. Got to do it for the Yotes. Um, so, so, Jake Ruth here. I have a question for you. Yeah. How did you start getting into small state big takes? Just like, how did you start listening? Why do you keep listening? Great question. And I'm not even, that's, that's, that's a, like the that. why you keep listening is the better question. Yeah. <laughs> it's a serious Brain question. damage. Well, we'll go, we'll go ladder to, to the prior. So why I keep listening? I'm telling, I, I'm missing Steve. Like, I don't know. It has to be like 
every uh, two weeks or so. And I just keep saying, like, you guys are on this upward trajectory of, like, I don't know if it's finding your cadence. I don't know if it's, like, spending the right amount of time on each segment or what it is. But it's, like, consistently more and more and more entertaining to listen to since, like, I started listening however long ago. Uh, what started, I think it was, like, I think it was probably Gilly because I think you were the only person I followed on Twitter. I wasn't a huge Twitter guy not too long ago, but I think Gilly retweeted or posted about it. And then I was like, oh, I'll give him a shot. And then I was like, oh, shit, Steve Scott's on here. I know Steve Scott pretty well. <laughs> I knew of Oliver and I knew of Josh, but I didn't like know you guys in high school. Um, no. But I just listened to it and it was like a, a Cheraho throwback and you would like talk about the small Rhode Island stuff. And I mean, Rhode Island, you know, you could spit and you're all the way across the state. So. You know, wherever you talk about, it, I'm pretty much gonna know. Um, it's good because I, I mean, I moved to Connecticut, so it's nice to like hear about the the stuff of hometown. Sorry for your loss. I know, right? Terrible. <laughs> <Thoughts are laughs> living, in, living in, I'm pretty sure it is the worst ranked state in New England by you guys, right? Is that right? Or yes, second sir. And Jared Robbins. And yes, oh, and Jared Robbins. Oh, well, I'm glad he thinks that it's also the city of the state. But... <laughs> good. I can at least put my hat on that, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and I'm just like I said, every week's getting like gets better and better. And despite there not being a lot of sports stuff, like I'm big into video game and Twitch stuff. So like you guys talk about that pretty consistently. So it's nice to you know be able to be involved in that sort of stuff. But yeah, no, you guys are fucking awesome. Yeah. We appreciate you. Thanks, man. Yeah, seriously, we appreciate you guys. That's why we brought them on the network. You are the you are the face of the fan section of Small State Big Takes. I appreciate that a lot. So shout out to Jake. Oh. Life, death, whatever. Taxes. Afterlife. Taxes. Eternity. Taxes. Eternity. True. Infinity and beyond. You guys got to get Jake Ruthier's face just on a t-shirt and then just sell that out. Hell yeah. If your podcast was a baseball uh, game, I would say my dream would be to be slammed in the face with a foul ball by like – Oh, <laughs> that's that's my fandom. If all was pitching, right? So I actually in New York. <laughs> I got another question for the small state big takes boys. Yeah. yeah. So you guys just had Jared on. Obviously, big get for you guys, and I think this is like the second biggest get you guys have gotten besides Pat Light. Who? The question I have is, who's next? Who's the next big one, Nick? Big guest that you guys want on here? Uh, there, I mean, uh, might have one, might have a couple in the works. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I, I don't want to jinx anything. So that's want, why so, I hesitate so Gilly, to say it on the recording. Tell me since you didn't answer my text. Do you want an unrealistic? Are you already cute? <laughs> Unrealistically, I want David Price. Realistically, yeah. Realistically, let's uh, go I want David Wright. David Wright. <laughs> David Wright. Yeah, yeah, right. Like. A lot of these I, like I, old Red Sox veterans, like, like, the, Keith, like the Keith Folk type, I, they they're open to to doing this shit. So right, that shit you would know be what? cool. Keith Folk would be so kick. I'm gonna say Keith Folk or Kevin Euclid. Okay. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Now he follows me on Twitter. I think I think we got it going on now. I think now that we have had Carabas and shit. I think we can and Pat Light. Keith Folk is definitely attainable now. I think. I personally, I mean, not that I want to hit the uh, the barstool family more and more, but I definitely want Coley. Oh, yeah. I, I, that, that's mine, and I know that's kind of unrealistic. Uh, 
in a sense. Um, but it's we've had Jared on, you know, and that's a pitch. But I don't know, man. Like, I, Coley is a funny dude. He's and I think yeah, that we can just – we can light it up with him. And it doesn't have to be, like, shots at baseball questions. It doesn't have to be this. We can. I think we could literally shoot the shit with him very dude, well. We could talk, talk, con- about, talk conspiracy theories. We could talk about cereal oh, for two hours with that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could do it, like – five different top fives of top five uh conspiracies top five cereal brands top five uh you know if you want to get into sports like basketball players of all time like he, he is a very versatile person and i don't know that's just that's me man like i would love to have him i agree no that's someone we're, we're trying to get on as well so i think we're in the same ballpark there that would be amazing all right dudes this episode is like two fucking hours long we gotta wrap it up yeah i think hold so on, hold on Okay, last thing. We're not what done. We're not done. Come on. Come on. I'm going to be up till fucking 2 o'clock editing this care. shit. I don't care. This is... Just this edit is, it tomorrow morning if you can. Just I give can. it a minute. Just give, it, just oh, give me... Till, gotcha. Give me till... Give me three minutes, and then we can start wrapping up. But there's a... There's a and if it happens... I'll never. Fl- I'll shut the fuck up forever. I'll I'll retire from podcasting. That's not fucking Phil that's... Collins on. I'll yeah, call- Steve, d- Steve, don't put. Don't bring us a promise you can't keep. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's true. But, but this is the one. I want you guys to be here for. I want Alan Jake Ruthier in this fucking thing. If this happens, I'm gonna drop dead. I'm okay. Four. Well, while we're waiting, the two minutes. Obviously, hundred episodes is crazy. We've had a. A, a bunch of people on oh, one new and a bunch of formers so we want to thank all those that took some time out uh, we also obviously want to I don't think I did the Couch Guy Sports shout out at the beginning uh, figures unbelievable we got a little too excited we got too excited <laughs> Dude, early he out. was on a on a fucking on a burner he was ready to rock so obviously we are presented by Couch Guy Sports if you haven't Please already go follow their Twitter page. It's at Couch Guy Sports. Visit the website, couchguysports.com, where you can see all the blogs, uh, uh, all the podcasts, all the web series, everything. I'll obviously just hint to that. Maybe a shop soon, so keep your eyes on the lookout for that. That's something oh, yeah. that we are definitely interested in. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean – 20, well, 21 to merch. 6. 21 to 6 shirts. 21 to 6 merch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a throwback. So the people that buy that, oh, they know. They Get know. The they know. And be on the lookout because we do have some new stuff coming out. So be prepared. Absolutely. Oh, we, hey, we always have new stuff coming out at Couch Guy Sports. Talk mm-hmm. about up and up. New. That new, new is all we know. Also, hey, we just hit 400 Twitter followers, not to brag, but that's pretty sick. 500 is next. I don't have to go on a hunger strike, which I'm really excited yeah, about. that would have been rough. I regretted it as soon as I said it. I was like, oh, no. I'm going to have to try to pivot and, like, sail, do keto. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I was, be, prepared. I... <laughs> be, be prepared for some small state big takes merch. Just be prepared. Hell, yeah. Oh, Oh, yo. Steve, while we're waiting on your guests, I'd like to, uh, you're talking about guests you like to bring on. I have yeah. a couple that I think would be interesting, at least. Uh, so on the sports side of everything, for Gilly, how about in the in the vein of old Red Sox players, uh, Gil V. Schill. Dude, can you imagine? He blocks me on multiple accounts. I don't know if it'll happen, but I, I would I would love the opportunity for a conversation with him just to All try to try to level with him a little bit. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. No, you're right. And then, on, and on the other side, this is probably more geared towards Oliver and Josh. Is um, 
I know part of my take did it, but if you guys could get one Twitch streamer to come on, who would you guys want? Ooh. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, we watch different people. I don't want to. So. I don't want to be like boring and obvious because, like, I'm. I've been a huge Nick Merch guy for like two years, yeah. two three years, like even during Fortnite days. But like that's like pretty mainstream and basic, so that's boring. I think. Uh, fuck, bro. Put me on the spot like that. Oh, I know actually. Uh, CDN the third, no doubt. He's okay. So fucking funny. He's on a different level to me, and he plays just these games that make. No, I think that guy is probably up there most underrated streamers, and I think it's partly because he streams like nighttime, like through the night. So not too many people really know about him. Maybe I don't know, but I think that dude is on a different level. For me personally, it's more realistic. Um, but I I want my boy J Mac, and J Mac is he he introduced me to a whole new group of people. Um, he's a clubby for the Tampa Bay Rays, knows a bunch of those guys, and I think that would just be really cool to get the insight of, yeah, like he was really good at Fortnite um, and played with a bunch of guys, you know, like Price and and Ivaldi and Christian Arroyo. And, you know, it's just cool to like kind of live that life and to hear that from like a normal guy that makes like an hourly wage and like see, see what that does for you, you know, and where your mentality is at. Like, I think that would be pretty cool to get that. And some of the baseball stuff too, like being in the clubhouse and, I think that would be really cool to, to get him on and kind of speak his mind. I agree. I like Talking it. to J-Mac would be sick. It's been a while, too. Yeah, dude. For Shout sure. Shut up, Creed. Been a while. All right. <laughs> We're done. Sorry, Steve. All right. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. Okay. Maybe next time. Yeah, hopefully. You know what? It's a good goal to the future. Okay. Um, we fucking made it. See you next oh, week up. for – Look, shout out Alex Fava. My boy couldn't make it tonight. He's out camping. Certified psycho- certified psychopath. Sorry, just got my stutter in True. for the week. But uh, he listens to every every single podcast like Jake Ruth. So, so shout out, shout out Alex Fava. So does shout out Alex Fava. Uh, so does uh, James Murphy listens to all of them now too. James Murphy too. I know. He, shout out to him. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. So shout out to the not realize that. Club. Yeah. Okay. No. No more shouts out to Josh Gentile because he does, does not listen. But. No chance. But he deserves, he deserves a mention. It's a mention he got, not a shout out. So. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Word up. Right, there we go. Okay. Hey, what? We started out this this broadcast with a, a Fall Guys win, and I just got another one. So wow. I think it's the perfect time to end. Congratulations. Oh, wow. Well done. Oh, I, I hate you, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got everybody. Again, we'll be back next week. Episode 101, recapping Patriots, talking Red Sox. You know the drill. Fucking be there, be square. We'll see you next week. For the next hundred, we'll next see hundred, you there. Baby. We will to see you. Congrats, guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Salute. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, All Al. Right. Thank you guys. Big congrats, guys. Peace out. Thank you.